0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Safcast. I'm Connor Donnelly and this week I'm joined by Anya Topperday, captain of St. Paul's and Antrim senior ladies football team. In this chat, Anya spoke about this season's campaign with Antrim, uh, St. Paul's dominance at club level and also the goal to achieve national honours with her club. Uh, if you've been enjoying the show, uh, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and you can also follow the Safcast on Instagram and Twitter. Anyway, on with the episode with Anya Topperday. Okay, Anya, thanks very much for joining me. How's things with you anyway?
1: Um, all good. Um, good win today for Antrim. So hopefully that's um griff one. <laughs>
0: yeah, good, good stuff. So yeah, you mentioned the win today, um two eleven to one seven against Derry. Um what sort of a game was it for you? Is it seemed to be pretty close anyway, looking at the scores and Derry were hard to get away from on the scoreboard?
1: Oh yeah um, it was tough and to be honest I could have went either way because I think both of us kind of had um, similar league situations where we hadn't won a game so getting into the game I kind of don't really think there was a favourite there just could have been anyone on the day and to be honest the way they started I was kind of starting to panic because they started pretty well they got a goal Early on. So um, we did fight back though. And kind of got our shit. We went within half time. Um, ahead. Which helped definitely. Because I think if we went in. Um, getting beat again in half time. That a lot of the girls heads would have been down. It would have been harder to come out in the second half. But I think we just kind of. It took us a wee while to tick. And sometimes I think we are slow starting for some reason. But um, today we just fought back. And kind of we just capping re- on. About how much we need to put pride back into the anthem jersey. And like well, there's not much people no give us much hope anymore, so it's down to us kind of, to get that um, hope back into the Saffron jersey, and that's what the girls did today, just fought, fought, dug deep and hopefully, uh, got us over the line in the end.
0: Yeah, and I suppose that's the difference between the first game then, um it was against Limerick, so you know, mm-hmm. kind of going down early, but actually this time round, kind of recovering from it and kind of learning from it, and as you say digging deep, and I mean November's not not really the best time of year to be playing football on a, a heavy pitch like that
1: <laughs> Yeah, and I think as well, because Limerick last week, they had a game under their belt having played in Derry, so that was kind of our first championship game, and I know you can do all the um, sort of game-specific things in training, but whenever you have a game under your belt as a team performance, because obviously people haven't seen each other in so long and haven't been able to get friendlies with um, Covid and everything else so um, they had that behind them that day so I think that was kind of our first game playing Championship football and you know it's obviously a lot faster and stuff than your league campaign so um, that's the advantage they had ahead of us last week and some of the girls are new into the panel and starting for the first time so it's a whole um, different shake-up this year with Antrim to be totally honest so um, just kind of with them and having that under their belt that game, it just was a definitely advantage for them last week, and um, we knew Limerick was going to be a hard enough game anyway. Every time we do play each other, it is a quite tight game. So this, it was just important this day. Today we got the win over Derry.
0: Yeah, and like you mentioned about the panel there with the, uh, with Antrim at the minute, what sort of makeup is it this year? With um, I suppose is there a lot of younger players in there playing for the first time, or you know, was it sort of a bit of a mix really?
1: Um, there is a good bit of a mix between clubs and furnace, I'd say. Um with St. Paul's, we probably have the most um representing from our club with like fifteen girls on the panel. So it still is St. Paul's with the dominant amount of players um there. But there is a mix with Money Gas, Navy and um Alta Grove girls. So there is a good few mix in Nordicord representing in goals or St John, sorry. But it's just there is a good mix of ages. There's just some people who maybe that you didn't used to start playing and now they are getting started. start. So girls haven't been used to playing with them. As I've said, there's the COVID and stuff going on. This is our first couple of games actually playing together where over the years, managers kind of would have stuck to the same team. But some girls have maybe stopped playing or managers have come in and stopped playing some of the older girls. For instance, like Emma Kelly hasn't been getting... um hasn't been starting for the county where we've been used to her in, in fullback, you know some of the more experienced girls have mm-hmm. been playing for a while, so just getting used to the younger ones and giving them their chance and their opportunity to, you know, get the experience behind them with playing county football.
0: Yeah, and now with that win today, now there's a, you know use of is have sealed a semi final place, and I suppose mm-hmm. with the makeup the makeup of the championship, the way that it works in terms of the groups, um, how do you find it whenever you get to that that stage? Because I know you've well. 2012, isn't that right? That you've won it as well. So, yeah. Um, I mean, how do you find with that kind of format of the championship? I'm sure it's something you're well used to now.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, I think plenty of the girls have been about. So, like, so Kathy, Carey, Anna McKelly, myself, Saoirse Tennyson, and Anna McCann have all kind of been used to this sort of setup. Um off the campaign, I'd say it's a good way, Um, you know, because if you do do bad in your first game, you have another opportunity, another bite at it really, so I'd say the group stages group t- are actually good, it's probably just like for ourselves this year, the disadvantage where if you don't have a game, and especially this year not having gotten a friendly, you know going into the games, it's probably been a bit of a disadvantage, but thankfully today we just were the better team against Derry in the end, and got out was the win, and we'll have to just look forward to Wicklow this week, the only thing is, because we came second in the group we obviously get the top of the the next group which is um, Wicklow who are favourites for the competition so we just kind of need to knuckle down now these next two weeks and kind of get our matchups and stuff right and put good shifts in the training making sure we're ready for this game
0: really. Yes yeah so Wicklow have two wins out of two in their group um what what do you sort of know about them and Jenna you mentioned about them being favourites what would you know about Wicklow really?
1: Oh yeah we've played Wicklow a few times in the past um so they've just got Big strong physical girls. so we just need to make sure that we get the crap matchups there like I said but um, I'd say um, D will do as um, usual though and go and maybe watch a few of their games and make sure we get our matchups right ahead of them but I sometimes don't really like paying too much heat to the other team because then it takes away from our own performances as well mm. so um, just kind of have to get an even balance I suppose making sure that we're not paying them in too much heat but then if there's any key matchups we need to get done put them in place and just go at them really
0: And like in the terms of the way that you would play, is there is there a sort of set like I, I don't know, I was going to say set style, but is it is it more for you? Is it more of a case of kind of imposing your game? on other teams rather than almost being reactionary like that is that something you've actively set up to do
1: Um. well this year it's kind of the main focus has mainly been on the kickouts because over the past couple of years um, we've kind of just had the one kickout strategy and it hasn't you know when we get up to the likes of the All-Iron stages um, it's been alright throughout the league um, mm. but when we get to the All-Iron stages maybe teams are a bit more used to it and we haven't really had a plan B so this year the main focus was making sure that we had a few kickout strategies in place so obviously against Limerick was our first time actually having a go at those and it wasn't probably the best of days for the win situation mm. and then again today but um, hope I think hopefully this year with having that in place and girls bang into the kick out and having that sort of system in place and um, with three or four kick out strategies that we can put them into place on the day and then hopefully that gives us a bit of an advantage Is something we haven't done in the past.
0: It's funny though because the amount of times you can be in myself, like you could practice all the kind of kick-out routines and all yes. the runs and that. And then you come to a match day and it's a gale, <laughs> and then everything's out like Oh, home, oh
1: that, well, that's, <laughs> that's why it. I think a lot of us were standing against Limerick, looking over the day, going, "What do we do here? <laughs> do we still go with this?
0: We didn't Did you
1: train with you, this. A, I know we, take, we didn't train with the wind, and you're going, "What do we do? <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. The um. Just when you mentioned about the kick-out strategies and that, I would just be interested. So. Like I think we said, he's you've obviously won it in two thousand twelve against Lowe's. Uh-huh. Um, what's the difference now in playing football for Antrim compared to even then? So that's eight years ago. Uh-huh. And like if I think if I think back eight years ago, you know, playing the amount of stuff that's talked about now, probably from a management, and that's so, wholly different. But what do you think?
1: Oh, yeah, totally different. Like, where, um, if I think back to that 2012 team, like, I was playing wing-back that day, and, like, I wouldn't have maybe have got forward as much as wing-backs are naturally doing nowadays, so wing-back naturally is up, may as well play the same role as a wing half-forward. There yeah. was no real talk about, um, like, I can't remember a kick-out strategy back into it, um, yeah. 2012 and just even in terms of the team that went out that day to the team now you know like we're, we're still a very young team but that day you were playing with like the likes of Jordy McLean, Claire timoney you know w- mm. really experienced footballers and i was very young obviously back then but the difference in the team now from then is, is crazy
0: yeah yeah and i just like even thinking about that just it's 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 just funny because like you do look at that you know, and I, I don't know whether you, you you thought this at the time, but say you was winning that in two thousand twelve, was it something kinda you had a feeling of, you know, this is something that kinda of expect we could be doing this every every other year or every year sort of thing, like oh, and then obviously definitely. it's been a and while.
1: Then, yeah, oh yeah, and yeah. then we were back down obviously in the junior show was like yeah. oh, when we won that, you know, we were up in the intermediate. Yeah. I don't know why, but it seems to be like even after in two thousand and nine when we won, mm-hmm. um, and then the following year in 2010 things just went to scrap in the county and no one wanted to play for the county and then we were a bit before you know it you're back into junior and then yeah. it took us a while to get back up and then sort of the same pattern you know we're just fighting ourselves always back in junior rather than like other counties like West and stuff who've just pushed on you know when they have developed they've just went, went for it and pushed on the division so it's a bit disappointing in terms of an overall perspective of the county in that way not um, pushing on but I suppose whenever I look back when I was Playing in that team in 2012, it would have been a dream to be captain of the county and being in the position we're in now. So, suppose you just have to take the positives from it, really, and hope that we can push on.
0: Yeah, and I suppose actually something to kind of look at there with that is like you mentioned at the very start about kind of pride in the in Antrim jersey and like I think it's something mm-hmm. I can see kind of pretty evident even if you look at the, the club championships when they were going on the kind of the buzz around those um, yeah. even the county teams, you know, the hurling the men's football, the camogie and all mm-hmm. like there's a wee bit of a buzz around them all at the minute Now I know the yeah. men's f- footballers obviously could beat yesterday there but even at that like, there, you know, there is yeah, sort of Ryan good Nolby. feeling in that, uh, yeah, there's sort of good feeling about Antrim across the teams
1: yeah and I think as well with the whole um casement getting the go-ahead and the great yeah. night for it that you know what maybe if bring a, a wee bit more of a buzz and maybe give girls who thought they were going to hang their boots up you know another goal maybe thinking that they would get the chance maybe to go back and play in casement yeah. you know so I think maybe with the whole buzz around that and like you say everybody going well like the Camoes had a great win today and obviously unfortunate for the Amsterdam footballers yesterday and the hurlers are doing brilliant so the the fact that the county itself is doing a whole thing kind of helps in terms of um, to support the ladies as such. And think whenever um, everybody is involved in backing each other on Twitter, it definitely helps.
0: Yeah, and it is actually just that very public backing. I think it just makes such a difference. And then you can create that kind of buzz. Like there's obviously nobody at the games to watch them, you know, in person. So, you know, you kind of need something and it kind of gives that kind of, you know, it gives that kind of feeling of like there are people still watching this, even though you can't really see them at the time.
1: Oh yeah, like yeah, definitely the girls are today and stuff like even the messages or the tweets on Twitter or Things like that, just knowing the supports behind you and the fact that the games are being streamed and parents and friends are still getting to watch them, you know, is a massive, makes a massive difference because obviously, getting into this, we expected nothing, Do you know, there'd be nobody at the games and the strict rules and things like that. So, and for a lot of people, you know, getting out to GA Games on Sundays are a big thing. So, the fact that we can still have that stream and stuff um, and receive the messages to know that we have the support there is massive.
0: Yeah, and even probably now as well, like, and I I know myself, I'm probably you know you you watch you're probably watching things matches and that you wouldn't have ever normally watched you know going to them so actually a wee bit of you know people are actually more people are getting to see the games at the minute which I know is kind of a more of a silver lining thing rather than a a major positive (laughs) yeah
1: no no definitely I'd be the same my time myself watching or recording three or four games and watching them and you know you never would have traveled to these games Uh, to go to but just because we'll have access to them now you know people are watching a lot more and it's great for the game and especially for ladies you know that platform for some yeah. of the younger girls and stuff that they, they can actually watch role models and maybe hopefully develop into the sport or get involved in the sport that's the main thing behind it really
0: yeah and um, just to move on to the club so you mentioned about St Paul's there um obviously you have had great success recent years but mm-hmm. what, what about yourself so you know have you been involved with them from like from an early age or what how did you sort of get get into the get into football
1: yeah, well, I actually, um, not a lot of people know, but I actually started my um, football career at Lavyard. My daddy was involved there, so right. they, they didn't have a girls team, and I moved uh, down to St. Paul's, I think, when I was about eight, eight or nine, he moved me down there, and I started playing for St. Paul's from then, and um, So just I've basically been involved in all our latest championship wins, so we were going there for nine in a row, we'd run nine in a row this year, and I've been involved for a lot of them, but I would say before that, I've had a lot of championship medals from St Paul's too, because I've been playing senior for the club for a lot of years as well, so yeah, yeah, bad to say that you're involved in Laviourg, but I was the start, (laughs) (laughs) and then um, that's another playing career for St Paul's started then.
0: Yeah, and who, who knows how it would have worked out, you know, if they if if uh, if, they were, if you had a team there in in town, like, but uh, yeah, like, so what way did it work out for you this year? So obviously, yeah, you you did win, you know, your ninth title in a row in a yeah. row. But how did it work for you in terms of the season? Obviously, it's very different. Like, when did you resume? Uh, how did the championship get played out? What kind of you know format was played out in, in compared yeah. to other years?
1: Well this year was very different for us because um, last year when we, so as a county last year was a collective decision to relegate to um, meet, uh, intermediate at Ulster yeah. level. So that meant then when we won Ulster um, last year, that moved us into the senior. So we were technically the only senior team in Antrim. So our championship this year, we, we technically didn't have one, but we couldn't go through to Ulster without playing some sort of championship. So what we had to do, is the well, the county decided that we would use the first half of the league as our as our championship. So if we had to get beat in any of the league games, um, we wouldn't have qualified. We wouldn't have went through to Ulster. Or whoever beat us would have had to go through as a senior team to represent the Ulster for Antrim. So that was the way our championship was. So it was no, there was no real championship, real feeling about it or proper mm. championship football play because, you know, there's a massive difference from a league game to a championship game, as I've already said here. So for us, it was probably a crappy championship and a few of the girls were actually saying, you don't know if you could um, actually count that ninth, you know, as a ninth yeah. one. We'll have to start again next year and say next year's our ninth one, really, if we are successful. But... um so that was really different for us this year, and then obviously we had our first um quarterfinal game against Armagh Harps, and that was their first championship win. So they had been coming out of a they have I don't think they have won a championship in Armagh for like twelve years or something. So there was a real buzz behind Demons, you know, and yeah. talk of them being favourites and stuff. So Emmons coming out of a real competitive um championship game against Clanearn, and then us not having a game it was we were you know i was actually freaking out in front of us at the quarter you know we've played we've played breeding a few friendlies and stuff but it's just not the same so um no. it was hard for us to go in and try and get the next, up to the speed of the game and stuff but thankfully with just think with our experience of being being and playing senior and ulster football um had got us over the line that day because they were a very good team and as i've said they had that advantage of coming in and playing a few games um, where we were kind of using Antrim League, where there wasn't really much um, competition in Furnace. So,
0: yeah, thankfully, so just...
1: just the experience of being there before, I think, helped us that day.
0: Yeah, so you just kind of had just, well, you had a different kind of pressure, I suppose, going through the league anyway. But, yeah, I suppose you could have been in danger of being a wee bit like, you know, not match ready almost whenever yep. it came to uh-huh. facing, facing them. I suppose facing a team like them who... You know, if you said they hadn't won it for 12, 12 years or so, so yeah. actually them kind of getting that's probably almost like an ideal team to face as well, rather than a team who's been winning it all the time, because you know provincial, provincial focus for a team like that almost isn't at the forefront at most times anyway.
1: Oh yeah, like I don't think, like I know a few of the, the girls and I don't think, I know there was a big, they had a big main focus around this year about winning Armagh, but I just think, yeah. it's, I suppose as well after that, I'm sure they were out doing some sort of, I know they were celebrating like crazy too, All so right. that was like they said, that was their main goal and they'd achieved what they'd set out to achieve, whereas teams that have kind of won a few championships before their next focus and goal is going to be an Ulster championship, so for us our goal is maybe slightly different from them and that's maybe what helped us and um, get us over the line, really?
0: Yeah, and and then you were due to play Moyne, um, uh, isn't it, uh, yeah. Monaghan uh-huh. in the semi-final, and then that that was get interrupted. Then.
1: Oh yeah, and that was to be honest, it yeah. was absolutely devastating because of all the years. Mm. I've say, I think I said a few times that like we have played when we play them, like we just. We, you kind of set yourself up to get beat, you know. You were just thinking, yeah. all right, my football career's come, uh, uh-huh. football's come to an end, and you know, um, for this year anyway. But, um, for some reason, this year it just felt different, and I think the fact that we had them as a home, have, have had home advantage. Sorry, we were just look really looking forward to the game, and a lot of, it seemed to be the buzz around the team, not just a few individuals that had been a part of playing them when we were at senior level. Do you know, where everybody just seemed ready for them this year, and I think the hard work and the um. The success of last year, following into this year, was just we were prepared for them and we were willing to go take it at them. So I think it was just devastating, just really for that game to be put on hold. I just heard there a few weeks back, um, January could be when them right. games are played. But I think like this massive break now you've had from the club girls, thankfully with a good few involved in the county setup. But just the massive break, everybody was ready to go there and then, and then
0: just Aye. obviously. The momentum the around spot. it. Yeah. You yeah. uh-huh. just yeah. faced them a couple of years ago. Is that right?
1: Um, Yeah. So the the year before um, we won the Ulster inter- or Intermediate, um, we played them and it was down there. And mm. I think the year before, the past three years, I think we've had, we've drew him on in the first round. So that yeah. was kind of the reason why I think the county decided, you know, that we needed to look into why we had been going down there, say seven years, I think out of the seven years we've been going down or we'd, sorry, we drew wine on One year we met them in the semi-final.
0: Yeah. I think we
1: we pass past Castlewellan or something from down, and then we met them in the semi-final and then got tanked by them again. So it was kind of just disheartening every time you're your or winning your club championship and then. Even though there's a, it's a massive achievement as well, but it was just for us. That was our goal, and I just kept facing them. And I just think they have that much experience, and they've been, they've been at all islands, and you know they've done it, they've done it all. You know they're just yeah. hard to beat. But I think this year it just felt different. We were ready for them. I think we we're more prepared for them this time.
0: Yeah, and I think probably all Ireland club experience, even if, you know, yeah. at intermediate level still is experience and a bit of momentum to bring into it. Uh, well, fingers crossed January, anyway, it can get played. Like, you know, I think um, I think it's kind of like, uh, obviously, for for a club like you, you know, national or provincial and national honours is ultimately your main goal, really. Mm-hmm. I know you obviously, yes, you just want to keep an- winning Antrim, obviously, and you probably won't take that for granted, but ultimately you know the main goal for you is probably our is provincial and national level
1: oh yeah 100% like def- the last couple of years where we sat down kind of you know when the season did come to an end um, like we met we grouped together shortly after the All-Ireland because we knew and there was still that buzz that we, we weren't finished and you know we we're quite a young team and we've been kind of been together throughout these championship wins and there's girls that are prepared, you know, we, don't, we didn't take much of a break, you know, from the Ireland to get straight back into this league campaign. And then just unfortunately, with um, COVID, things had to come to um, a stop. Mm, but yeah. there, there was great momentum building up. And like I say, we were just ready for that game against Anamoyne. And unfortunately, um, with things happening, like you say, hopefully it goes ahead in January.
0: Yeah, well, just speaking of last year, like he's obviously had a great run, and you mentioned about um, the decision that was made for us to play in Ulster Intermediate. Um, he's mm-hmm. he's got the win there, and and then yeah, very narrow semi-final win. Then I read, um,
1: I think oh, I read an yeah.
0: in interview you did. You said about was it ten years before that you had lost by a point? Is that right? Yeah, uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. uh huh, uh huh. And then it was just, I, and to be honest, now when I think back, even though we had that um, semi-final at the club, it was just. Everybody, everybody in the squad just spoke, just spoke about that time, you know, getting beat by the point. Because me, I think, into the team, it was really only myself, um, Kirsty McGinnis, and Maria Cooper that were involved in that starting team.
0: Mm-hmm. So we
1: just kept. saying to the girls how horrible it felt Mm -hmm. you know for that feeling and just like to miss out on an all-Ireland opportunity from a single point you'd rather get beat by 20 than get beat by one Ah. so I think us just harping on at it and training kind of made the girls realize and unfortunately they came out getting beat by a point on that day too
0: yeah and I mean a home a home fixture as well like how was that in terms of like kind of the buzz around the ground
1: Honestly, yeah. Like even though I've played for o Ireland so the, this county and stuff, but that was an absolute like Ulster was amazing. But that was just incredible. The support and the pitchers, even from that day. This the stand was just covered, and the club, with yeah. just brilliant memories. And even the support and the buzz around the club, the whole um Ulster campaign and o Ireland campaign was just phenomenal support from them.
0: Yeah, and you've had that when um the, um. Obviously, he's you, you know he's won that narrow game. He's came through there. The final then itself um, against oh Nate Cairon. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I mean, in terms of an experience of games, like how where does where does that like, I mean, in terms of the emotions that go through a game like that, like where does that sort of rank for you in oh, terms flip. of how, how that played out.
1: Yeah, it's it seems still hard top, hard and um, match even talk about. Um, and yeah. I just think, I think if you speak to anybody um that was even at the game or watched the game, they just speak, we did throw it away. Like we've only ourselves to blame for that. You know, we rock by five points and come back, managed to manage to come back and beat us. And you know at That stage I felt like we had the game won. But to be honest, I think just towards the end, lay we just had no legs left but absolutely nothing left in the tank, and they managed to you know. They just pushed yeah. up on us and pressed our kick out, and we couldn't get. We just couldn't get the kick out, and um, kick everything went out the window in terms of kick out strategies. We just couldn't win a ball, and unfortunately, we just let that one go. But,
0: but I think was
1: well with Cara yeah. Brown that day as well for us. She's a massive player, and she was struggling with an injury, and we lost her. And think her going down, then Caitlin McGinnis. She's another big player for us, and she gets injured in the last ten minutes too. So playing without those sort of players, you know, it had a All massive right. impact on the game as well.
0: Yeah but like if you look at a game like that and like I know obviously it would be hard to go over in that but Mm -hmm. if you're thinking about a game like that where it's you know, when you you said that you's, you know you had control of it, and you're saying that you just threw it away mm-hmm. rather than it taking away from you, sort of thing. But yeah. is there not something you can take from that anyway? Do you know that oh, you you know mm-hmm. like, and especially when you go and arguably if you go on and compete, you know, when in senior provincial or whatever, I say something like this will really stand to you.
1: Oh, like hundred yeah, percent. That's no consolation
0: we're... after getting beat. I do realize, <laughs> but, but do you no, know what no. I mean? Though.
1: Yeah, no. and management were great, like because obviously they were hurting just as much as we were. Do you know, like for brand Coyle, it would be. Like that, that's the only present you could ever give that man is they win in All Ireland with him, you know, yeah. after all his commitment he's given to the club. So it was disheartening for him too, but in furnished to him right away after the game, I think it took him about a week or two, and he actually sat and watched the game and he was making points on it straight away. And we've used an awful lot of what we what went wrong in those sort of last 10 minutes and how maybe we need to start working on things on training. If we do go down Um, a yeah. big player in the last 10 minutes, how do we cope? What do we do? do you know, how, what do we put in place? And I think this. That's something that our coaches have been doing. Um, with they've definitely been looking back, I think even even the likes of Don Burns, he was still talking about um how he, he would go back now after some of our even games against Armagh Harps and compare it to how we've improved from the Ireland Final. So they've been great in terms of um watching the game back and picking things out, you know, that we maybe did well or think people need to improve on. And again, that was something that they done at this one week, we regrouped re- re- at the start of the year. They picked out things that people were maybe doing well, but there was always room for improvement for everyone. So there was something given to every single player to work on individually from that game. So, in ways like you say, obviously, you learn, learn an awful lot from a defeat like that.
0: Yeah, and and it's just about like coming from a defeat like that is the reaction that you take from it and it's how you then go into the following campaign and I suppose that's that's probably the frustrating thing about the way that the the provincial uh, campaign was interrupted then obviously because mm-hmm. you were probably all set on right and wrong there really.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. That was what I think that's why there was a big buzz but everybody was ready for that because we'd been through another hard defeat the year before with Nave Cairn and then we were just ready for Don because... But like, mm. we can't let this happen again. And people had been away working on things. And, you know, we did feel we we're in a better position this time playing them than we have been in the past. So, yeah, it was disappointing.
0: Yeah, well, look, on a more positive note, like you mentioned about the, the county mm-hmm. titles, like the ninth one, whether you, use, you know, count it or not in that way. But yeah. you know, needless to say, say eight in a row anyway, it's very impressive in itself. Yeah. Um, how, so, what way does it work for you? Like, do you feel like when you come back each season, like you know, like keeping the hunger for something like that? Like, how do how do you manage that? Um, I know yous are fairly dominant anyway, and you know the the quality show through. But I suppose like any any game, though, if you, if your head's not right for it, then you, you just can't you just potentially can't get caught. So, how how do you find it coming back each year, and I suppose keeping that winning that winning spirit and that kind of drive for success.
1: Yeah, um, I I know a lot of people would ask this. I actually don't, I just think like you can't get, nobody can get fed up with winning and in fairness, a lot of our girls are are like that. And as I've said to you, our main goal isn't really and We never really overlook it. We just kind of take one at the games as it comes. But, um, I just feel like no, we feel like we haven't achieved what we know we can and Collar keeps saying that to us you know like there's so much more in this team and there is an all Ireland in the team so I think everybody's just main goal is to achieve that and so we just kind of see these games as games we have to overcome until we can achieve what we finally can achieve really that's kind of the only way I can explain it we just feel like every year it's just getting back in to yeah. achieving our main goal as a team and everybody buys into it in furnace and I think everybody just kind of has the same desire to win and I just didn't think anybody would get fed up with winning yeah. um, a championship
0: Yeah, not very true What what's the, what's the next few years looking like for you in terms of a team, you know, underage coming through even the your um, your squad at the moment I suppose and then um, you, you used to compete in the junior championship as well, is that right? Your your club, I mean, sorry.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah our club. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. our um, we moved the juniors moved up. They won the junior, moved into the intermediate. So okay. we were bo- we're both playing division one league. So I think that helps.
0: Okay.
1: Um, like obviously we would play in house games against ourselves, but we're thankfully we have the two squads that were able to do that. So we've had to play each other in the league and stuff. So right. um, I think with having both. Like the large amount of numbers that we're able to have, the two teams, um, definitely helps in terms of like preparation, um, for it as well. But our squad's very young, um, like you've mentioned, we have a lot of um very experienced guards coming through like even in terms of last year when we took the massive blow with Searsha, um, mm-hmm. when she had done her ACL with the county and then the likes of Ciara Brown so we did have experienced a lot of few injuries but because we have the um such a big squad and the, the second team as such we were able to put the likes of Carrie McConville who's very young um breaking she was able to break through in the panel she didn't because she's used to training with us and um and you know getting the t- getting the in-house games she's had the opportunity to play against some of the players so she didn't stand out um you know when she did come on that day, I think it was in the oh, or sorry championship final against some goals she, she absolutely should run the show do you know like she yeah so there was no there's no way that you can tell when our youth do come through because they're used to playing the same game and they know um how we play they kind of just fit in there so I yeah. think um it will be hard to stop for the next few years
0: yeah, and I suppose there's you have that kind of benefit, like you know, you might see other clubs struggle with it, you know, in any code mm-hmm. whereby you can use in the position to kind of almost give the experience of championship football to players, you're probably more comfortable, more able to do do that, at, you know, for people at that level, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, compared yeah, to other teams other would
1: probably be, yeah, other clubs would probably be a scared to risk. The risk of the yeah. likes of younger bringing the younger ones through, but I definitely think that's something that has helped. you know over the years we've been able to do that, and that's why more girls are used to playing at that higher level. Do you know like the, so yeah. it doesn't make a difference then when it did come to obviously she was a massive loss, but thankfully we had the players there that could come in and do the job.
0: Great, great. Mm-hmm. Well. Look, Anya, that's that's brilliant. Um, mm-hmm. Thanks very much for joining me, you and golly. it was great to get talking about um, um, the ladies' football county squad as well. Like, obviously, as yeah. are going for an All Ireland there, and hopefully, you'll get the the Ulster fixture played in January as well, so you can mm-hmm. go on a run there too. So, best best of luck in the <laughs> next couple of months much. anyway, and thanks very much for joining me.
1: Cheers, thank you very much, Connor.